I was inspired either by the Holy Spirit and or the muses today as I read the scriptures early. And, um, and the word that jumped out at me was wisdom. Um, but at the same time, uh, what jumped out at me was the word oxymoron. So I, um, you know, wise fool, that's an oxymoron. How are you wise and a fool at the same time? <clears throat> and I think that, that, that double words, wise fools, and the way it is used in scriptures is about coming to know wisdom <clears throat> almost sometimes <clears throat> not through foolishness, but um, being a fool. Like in the Middle Ages, the kings and leaders often had a wise fool around because the wise fool was like the, the clown or joker who could say what nobody else would dare say. And he would grab hold of wisdom in a way that would uh, impress the king. And because he was a wise fool, he could get away with it. But Paul uses it in another way. He talks about the, the folly of the cross, the, the, the wise fool who finds the Savior on the cross. It doesn't make sense. It's backwards. It's upside down. How is that wisdom? How is that redemption? He's put to death like a criminal, hated. So we dance around trying to understand, and oxymorons often help us. There were a few that I remarked on the, the Facebook page today, like jumbo shrimp. Does that make sense? Jumbo shrimp? Um, forget the other ones I put out there, but uh, um, um, there, there's all kinds of them, uh, like a, um, a short distance. <laughs> What's a short distance? So uh, today, as I read these scriptures, I kept seeing wisdom coming out of it. Even in the very first line of Isaiah today, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer. Ah, there's some wisdom there focusing us on our God, not just as creator and the one who loves, but as our Redeemer. And if we hear that with the ears of wisdom, we begin to experience or know God in a different way. Now, quite frankly, I think people get the wrong idea of religion an awful lot. For a lot of people, even like for the Jews, I think that they had 613 commandments or rules, and the Orthodox really tried to follow them. And uh, what a burden to be thinking of 613 laws or commands. Jesus often said, you know, that's a weight, that's heavy. Uh, that, that doesn't save, the law or command doesn't save. And in fact, Jesus would break even the Sabbath, which was probably one of the most sacred things to break, but he would do it because of love. Uh, and I think like when St. Augustine said, uh, love and then do whatever you will. If we started with love, truly, love of self and love of neighbor, we would do the right thing. You know what justice is, and you know what peace is, and you know what generosity and kindness and forgiveness is if you're living in love. But the moment that our feelings and our fears take over, they distort us, and they grab hold of us, and they pull us down. Now, true faith, it seems to me, leads people to freedom, not to burdens. It leads them to freedom. And true faith, I think, when we recognize that we are sinners— I mean, we can do very well, very, very well, and then fall on our face. In an instant, somebody can say a wrong word to us, and then we blow up, or we're angry the rest of the day. I'll never forget the time I, I uh, answered the door at the rectory, and a woman came in, and she was very flustered. She was very upset. 
And, and she said that. She said, well, my day is ruined. My day is ruined. And I said, well, what happened? She said, a woman walked in front of me at the bank and didn't even say, excuse me. I thought, so I said, well, when did this happen? It was 1 o'clock. She said, at about 10, 15 a.m. And I thought, you're holding on to this all day? Your day is ruined? It's a perfect example of how, I'll call it sin, but our, our shallowness sometimes can take over and ruin our day because somebody didn't say two words. Wow. But I think it helps us to appreciate, as wise fools, that we can be very, very fragile. And also that, that there are things that can really redeem us. For example, you've heard me say it a billion times by now, but when you look up at that cross, you got to see divinity. you got to. Because in the most inhuman, unhuman moment in his life, as he's being put to death and bleeding to death on that cross, and they are shouting at him and mocking him and, and ridiculing him and his kingdom, of all the words that would come out of his mouth, of all the crazy words, why would he say, Father, forgive them all? They know not what they do. He should have said, I'll see you all in hell. That's what he should have said. But he said, Father, forgive them all. They know not what they do. Where do you find that kind of love? Where, how do you love those killing you? And love is, is much more than a feeling. I don't think, I don't know, but I don't think Jesus was feeling love. He was choosing love. And rather than to let them turn him into a hater, he chose to show them how to love even in the face of hatred and injustice. 